Welcome to the Raised with Jesus podcast, 10 minutes every day where the life of Jesus meets yours. We've got your daily Bible reading for August 15th, 2019, looking at the second portion of 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Beginning in verse 16, I say again, no one should think that I am a fool, but if you do, then receive me as a fool so that I may boast a little. What I am saying when I boast so confidently is not the way the Lord speaks, rather it is a foolish matter of speaking. Since many are boasting as the sinful flesh does, I will also boast. You gladly put up with fools, since you are so wise. In fact, you put up with it if anyone makes you his slave, robs you, takes advantage of you, looks down on you, or strikes you in the face. I am ashamed to say that we were too weak for that. However bold anyone might be, I am speaking in a foolish way, I am going to be bold too. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's seed? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I am speaking in a crazy way. I am even more. I have done more hard work, been in prisons more often, been whipped far more, and have been close to death many times. Five times I received from the Jews the forty lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. One time I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I have spent a night and a day on the open sea. I have often been on journeys, in danger from rivers, in danger from robbers, in danger from my own people, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the wilderness, in danger on the sea, in danger among false brothers. I have worked hard and struggled. I've spent many sleepless nights. I've been hungry and thirsty. I've gone without food many times. I've been cold and lacked clothing. Besides these external matters, there's the daily pressure on me of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak without my being weak? Who falls into sin without my being distressed? If it is necessary that I boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, who is eternally blessed, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under King Aretas kept the city of Damascus on alert to arrest me but I was lowered in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. This is the word of our God. Paul concludes this chapter with an incredibly ironic um, defense of his ministry. He's pulling out all the stops to demonstrate that he is of a different sort and a different kind than these so-called super apostles that the Corinthians have invited and allowed in their church. And so here, when Paul Paul goes on boasting, imitating the boasting that these apparent super apostles um, had boasted about when they arrived in Corinth, and he imitates them in their style. But you'll notice that the entire point of his boasting is to demonstrate how weak he is and to really point one to Christ. And he first says, well, basically, I've got the same pedigree, the same credentials as they do. Even though he is, um, he calls himself too weak to assume the arrogant and self-seeking demeanor that his opponents have assumed, Paul does boast of all the things that they are boasting of, and even more. They can claim that they are Jewish. Yeah, he can claim that too. Um, and he, look at verse 22 when he says that, um, when he talks about this boasting. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's seed? So am I. But then verse 23, 
Paul demonstrates that he is even more a minister of Christ than they, because he is marked as Christ himself was. He is marked by toil, suffering, persecution, and the daily pressure of his anxious care for all the churches. Um, Consider verse 23. Are they ministers of Christ? I am speaking in a crazy way. I am even more. I've done more hard work, been in prisons more often, been whipped far more, and I've been close to death many times. And it all, all that boasting summarizes itself all the way down to verse 30. If it is necessary that I will boast, I'll boast of the things that show my weakness. He'd rather demonstrate his weakness as a man so that Christ would be glorified. And in between, you know, especially beginning in verse, uh, verse 24, five times I received from the Jews 40 lashes minus one, three times I was beaten, one time I was stoned, shipwrecked, three times, um, etc. That, that little chunk, beginning in verse 24, is a very formulaic boast. It's exactly the way that, um, that the kings of the pagan countries would boast about their exploits, um, of all the, the places that they conquered, of the peoples that they conquered, of the treasure that they captured. And they just go down this list. Three times I did this. Five times I, I plundered the treasury. Three times I did that. Um, Caesar Augustus, Octavian, you know, three times, four times I closed the, the gates of the temple of war. And, Paul does that same boasting. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm not as, as dumb as, as these guys might pretend that I am or talk to me, talk about me in a way that I am. I'm not as, as behind as they are. And he demonstrates that very somewhat even cynically, sarcastically, ironically, by imitating the boasting of all these pagan kings whether it was, you know, the Persians or the Greeks or the Romans. They all talk about their exploits. And he does that, but he boasts about his weakness. He boasts about all of his sufferings for the sake of Christ, which, again, leads us to verse 30. If I must boast, I'll boast of the things that show my weakness. And God himself knows that I am not lying. Why? would I show about, boast about the things that show my weakness? Why would, you know, why would Pastor Paul get up and talk about, talk about his temptation and his failure and his shortfallings and the way that he persecuted God's church to demonstrate the glory of Christ, to point to the glory of Christ, to say that this Jesus matters so much that I would rather suffer everything and anything then miss out on his grace. And I would suffer anything and everything rather than point away from him. So, dear Corinthians, fix your eyes on Jesus. Don't be deluded and led astray by these false teachers, no matter how, how, um, how attractive their teaching might be. Fix your eyes on Jesus. And that's what he says to us, too. That, dear friends... Mm-hmm. Dear friends, the, the tools of God's church are really confession and absolution. The attitude of God's church is one of self-sacrifice um, and love, where we would rather bend over backwards and demonstrate love to one another rather than offend or be offended or take offense from one another. The life that we have together 
is marked by the presence of Christ in our midst. And that's the attitude that Paul says and encourages us to have, to set aside the mirror for a minute and set aside the awards and accomplishments and point to Jesus and see how Jesus is really the leader of us and and that we can be frank with one another. We can be honest with one another to say, I, you know, it wasn't just a, a mistake like, oh, whoops, um, sorry, my bad. No, if it was an actual, actual thing, you can say, I'm sorry, that was, that was wrong of me. I sinned when I hurt your feelings. And the Christian response isn't the, the shrug. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Not a big deal. No, I don't even remember that. The Christian response, the uniquely Christian response is, I forgive you, just as our Lord has forgiven me, so also I forgive you. So let us, let us set aside our own boasting and our own, our own mindset, which would just shrug things off as not a big deal. And let us take up the mindset of Christ, which looks to forgive and declare forgiveness, even for what appears to be a minor slight, because that is the attitude of Christ. That is the, the one in whom we boast. You can find us Sunday mornings, 2250 South Hollandsylvania Road, Maumee. You could also follow us on Facebook. Just search for Resurrection Maumee. God bless your day.